When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're live. What is going on? Hope everybody's doing well. Just gonna adjust the camera here. I hope my microphone is working. I was testing it earlier, and I'm not so sure it is. We might, we might be going with uh, the phone mic. I don't know. I think I used to go with that mic all the time. I think people can hear me, but the other one was a little better. I might have to buy another one. But welcome everyone. It's a little bit earlier than I normally go. So there will probably be a few less people, but that just means you have more opportunities to ask questions. The way this works is um, I'm here for an hour. Ask me about English, ask me about American culture. I'll try my best to answer your questions. Oh, okay. So Aniko and I were talking a little earlier. She said her country was closed. Hungary. Hungary is closed, but just to foreigners or tourists. So things are starting to pick up a little bit in my state. Uh, cases are starting to rise just as we are about to open schools. My students come in less than two weeks. So it'll be uh, Monday, it'll be two weeks from last Monday. Let's talk a little bit about time in English. So from last Monday, from the Monday we just had, two weeks, two weeks. So what's today, Friday? So a little over a week, a little over a week. All right, so Adriana is here. By the way, Adriana, if you guys haven't seen that Meet the Community video, I was so happy to be able to share that with you. Uh, Adriana is on there. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Uh, she says that at the beginning. Uh, you know, Joanna, uh, Joanne's there from Canada. I don't know if anybody else is in the chat right now. Naima, what a nice, what a nice, uh, Naima left a really nice uh, comment on that video from Meet the Community. And when I read it, I was on my phone. I was on my mobile phone. So... Uh, I want to pin that, though, so everyone can read it. And, of course, Naima is going to share her video soon. Hamoud is here. What is going on? Madi, where's your video? So, um, Lilla, before we came on, asked, I hope there's going to be a part two. Yeah, there will be a part two. Just uh, this guy, Brent. Send those videos to this email. Or I think Adriana shared it uh, through a drive. That works also, so you don't have to compress the video. But welcome, everyone. Adriana, oh. All right, Adriana has a good question. I should make a video about this. It started raining. It's a beautiful sky, and it started raining right before I started here. So she's asking about pumpkin. And where I live in New England, 
in the fall, pumpkin is like the flavor. People make fun of it because there are so many people that love pumpkin so much. Um, a lot of Karens, if you're familiar with that slang term, uh, Karens like pumpkin. But yeah, you can go into a coffee shop, get a pumpkin latte, you can get pumpkin cookies, you can get pumpkin anything. I may go back into Trader Joe's secretly. Remember, I got, I couldn't even get through the door. They stopped me from filming. But I will go back in, and they just have tons of pumpkin stuff. Tons of pumpkin. Pumpkin tea, uh, pumpkin marshmallows. I mean, everything pumpkin. You can imagine pumpkin borscht, probably. I don't know, maybe. All right, Madi. Shy. That's the thing. Um, all of the, Ibrahim uh, and Aroni, um, all of the people, Mary, all of the people that made videos, Angelo, uh, it took a tremendous amount of courage to make a video, just put yourself on camera. That's not easy. And then to do it in a foreign language. And then I know my channel is small, but you're putting it out to, I think almost 400 people have watched it so far and it'll just be there for years. So who knows how many people will watch it. It's, it, it takes a lot of courage. So Madi, I totally understand. It's a tough thing. I would love for everyone to make a video, but I do know that it's not easy. It's not easy. So kudos to you if you made a video. Kudos, we sometimes say that in English. I don't how do you spell that? Kudos. Uh, kudos to you, meaning good job. Kudos to you if you made a video. Adriana says every country has their own Karens. I'm told a Karen... In English, the female is a Kevin in English. What is it in Poland, I wonder? What's the, what's the Karen in Poland? Ah, Cecilia's here. Welcome, Cecilia. Miho is here and Sam is here. So I thought going a little earlier, I have to go to school, but going a little earlier might also help those in Asia. Join the chat. So Hamoud says, Brent, gonna have my lunch in just a few minutes would you like to join yeah what are you having i would love to join you for lunch let's do it i hope it's something good what's what's good aroni is here and he is also on his lunch break so maybe 7 a.m my time is a good time for some people how many has a good question has a good question. Ah, Luke is here. Welcome. Poland is well represented this morning or this afternoon for you. Uh, Hominy is wondering, what's the difference between tonight, ah, and at night? Great question. So it's morning where I live. So I could say tonight I am going out to dinner. So it's a specific time. It's tonight, tonight, this day, tonight. But at night is just way more general. It, it almost could be any night. So I might say um, mosquitoes. I saw Rod was here, Portuguese word. 
um, mosquitoes come out at night. So it doesn't mean specifically this night. It's just, you know, mosquitoes come out at night in the summer. I added another prepositional phrase at the end there. Um, so I hope that, I hope that makes sense. Tonight is a specific time. At night is more general, more general. Um, I like to go to bed early at night. Tonight, I will be staying up late because it's Friday. And that's not true. I'm a boomer. I go to bed early every night. <laughs> Christopher says, Karen's love to contact your manager. Yes. Yes. Nathalie is here. Semi, uh, semiconductor Devices is here wondering, where is Jamie? Well, Jamie and I went out to breakfast yesterday, and that will be up on the channel, how to order an American breakfast. So we talk about the tip at the end, but Jamie is in that video, but I will let her know. I think she's sleeping still. I think she's sleeping. She has the day off Friday, her school, no school for her. So, but she will be back. She really enjoyed that um, solo live stream she did. She would love to do another one. Cecilia says in Austin, which is in Texas, which is in the South, Texas, she says they have pumpkin patches. I, in, in Maine, where I live, it's a lot colder than Austin. We have a lot of pumpkin patches as well. Maybe this fall we will visit a pumpkin patch and pick some apples. 1 p.m. in Italy. So a little after lunch, maybe? In the United States, most people go to lunch at noon, at 12. Teachers, you know, sometimes my lunch is at 11. Sometimes it's at 11.30. I usually only get a half an hour for lunch. It's still, like, raining. My laptop... It probably can't pick it up, but it's like, it's getting wet. It's kind of weird. Oh, Hamity says, thank you. I hope that helps. Tonight, at night, can be a little... Uh, oh, no. Hamoud is wondering if there's any space in my garage. He wants to study in the U.S. I don't know. Um... I have done some filming in my garage. It's it's pretty full. There's some hockey equipment in there. There are a couple cars in there. And it's pretty full. That shed, uh, there's a lawnmower in the shed. There's a weed whacker in the shed. And there's a leaf blower. I do need to, I forgot who, man, I forgot his name, but he's from Libya. And he was wondering about weed whacker and weed eater. I need to make a, a short video on Instagram for that. If anybody is looking to learn more English, I just did a short video on skedaddle on Instagram. Some short lessons, too short for YouTube. And I wanna put one up today about wishy-washy. Like that's a real word in English, wishy-washy. And, um, just so you don't have to go over to the Instagram 
app. Uh, wishy-washy means you're not quite sure. So, um, man, for members, I'll be putting up a video about non-committal today. Uh, but wishy-washy means, eh, I don't know. So this party on Friday, that's always my example. If you're wishy-washy about going, you're also non-committal. You're not committing. So you might be, eh, I don't know. I have to check, uh, see what's on my schedule. Wishy-washy. Cecilia is wondering how the wheelbarrow is doing. I think it's doing pretty well. Um, I put it in the shed. Probably going to stay there for the winter. I don't see any other reason why I would need the wheelbarrow. Yeah, it's fine though. It's doing well. Just staying there. Okay, um... Nathalie, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this because this can be really tricky. A day off versus an off day. Off day. It is, it is, it can be different. How about that? Day off versus an off day. Okay, so they can be the same maybe, but let's talk about how they're different. So a day off usually means with work, of course, you don't have to go. You're free that day. You have the day off. You don't have to come into work. An off day, though, can mean when you're just not feeling it. Like you just, you haven't found your groove. You're just out of sorts. So if you have an off day, sometimes we say in English, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Have you heard that before? I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. So that can be your off day, meaning you're just not feeling it. I don't know. You might be a little sick, but you might not be. You just maybe something in your head. You're just like, ah, I'm not feeling it today. So if you're having an off day at work, maybe you're just a little slower than you normally are. And you could say, I'm, I'm just not feeling it today. So hopefully you're not having an off day today. I saw somebody said hi to Zobeda. How are you, Zobeda? Zobeda, maybe you will be submitting a video soon. And Miho and Sam are here. How are you guys? Greetings, Terrell is here from Azerbaijan. Welcome, Azerbaijan. Not far from Georgia in Turkey. Uh, what are those mountains there? I don't think they're the Urals, but there, there are mountains in Azerbaijan. Caspian, is it? No, I can't remember the mountains there, but welcome, beautiful country, very high, lots of mountains. Rod, Rod did not um, submit a video because if you remember, and I think he should, and I believe Angelo in the chat said that Rod maybe should submit another video, but 
He felt that people had seen him enough for now. He didn't want to submit another uh, community video. But again, I should say this right now, best community on YouTube. Is it not? Just the nicest people show up in the chats, on the comments. I don't know. It's pretty amazing. Oh, so Terrell says that it's they're close to the Caspian Sea. But I cannot remember that mountain range in Azerbaijan. Yeah, so Naima is wondering, yeah, maybe you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. The Caucasus? Is that it? The Caucasus? I think you're right. Yes. I, thank you, Terrell. The caucuses. Um, yeah. So if you woke up on the wrong side of the bed or you're just not feeling it, maybe you took a break. Maybe you had some lunch. Maybe you needed a little food. And then you finally found your groove. Yes, Naima. So if you're feeling better, then you can say um, that you found your groove or you're in the groove. Both will work. Um, I'm in the groove now. And basically what a groove is, oh, there's boomers here. You know a record player? And you know a record? Not a CD? CDs have grooves too. But at one time we had records and we have CDs. We used to listen to music. So the groove is where that like little needle falls in. So if you're in the groove, you're in the right spot. Like things are going well. A groove is a little divot where, a little divot, where things fit in. So that's where groove comes from. Um, Zobeda, maybe, was she, when I say summit, did I say summit today? Summit, yeah, it can be a mountaintop. Can be the top of a hill. Uh, summit can be a noun. It's the top of the mountain. Or you can say, I am summiting Everest. So summit can be a verb. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, Nathalie, I, I agree. I want everyone to submit videos so we can put a, a name to the face or face to the name. But... I understand if, you know, Madi said he's not quite comfortable. I get it. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Or maybe not at all. You know, if you don't feel, if you're camera shy, we say that, camera shy, no pressure. I would love to, I would love to put a face to the name. And I'm sure other members of the community would like to too, but no pressure. No pressure. Whoa, Adriana, it brings up a great point. Great point. I've heard, I'll copy and paste this. I've heard someone asking, how are you making out? Yeah, that question would mean how's life going? But older people maybe, I don't think younger people do, but Making out can also mean like, not just a little kiss, it's like a kissing, let's call it a session. 
So it lasts a while, making out. Yeah. Um, nowadays, it might be hooking up. I don't know. Hooking up might involve a bit more than just making out. But I'm not sure if younger people use making out anymore. You want to go make out. But yeah, making out can also mean, ah, how are things going? How are you making out? So if you went to the doctor's office and you told a friend, you could say, oh, how'd you, how did you make out at the doctor's? How did you make out at the doctor's? There, I don't know if you guys can hear it, but there are some fire trucks in the distance. So how did you make out? Maybe that would be an Instagram video where I just talk about make out the different you know, ways that phrasal verb can be used. Take off. I wanted to do that for Facebook, but when I started researching, there are nine ways that I came up with for using take off. So you can take off clothing, you're, the plane can take off. I will do a YouTube video on all of the ways we use the phrasal verb take off. So Christopher says he can hear the sirens. They seem to be going away from me, but, and not downtown. Downtown is that way, but they're moving that way. So I'm not sure. It is still raining for some reason. I'm sure the camera's not picking it up, but I am getting dropped. Like I can see it in the distance. It's like little, we would call it misting. It's misting. Little, little drops are falling. Hopefully it doesn't ruin my equipment. Adriana, you are welcome. So Zobeda said she's heard Canadians say what's cooking. Yeah, that might've been maybe like an 80s thing in the United States. But what's cooking, what's going on? You might hear some uh, teenagers say, what's cracking? What's cracking is another way to say, how's it going? What's going on? The neighbor's dog is right by my house. I think he wants to go to the bathroom, take a dump. Take a dump. That's a that's another way we can say for the dog to go to the bathroom, right on my lawn, so I can step in it later. Uh, what's popping, Christopher? Yeah, you might hear that too. What's cracking? What's popping? Just another way to say, how's it going? Adriana says cooking borscht for some reason. Are you are you cooking borscht right now? Uh, Miho is wondering how is the weather. The weather is beautiful. Let's see. I'll turn the camera. Like as you hear the sirens in the distance, like it's a beautiful day. Uh, a little chilly, 55 degrees Fahrenheit. Not sure what that is in Celsius. I have a sweatshirt on, but I'm comfortable. It, the sun is coming up, so it may be 60 now, but uh, I did love the brush. What's Oh, what's hello? Uh, what's cooking? Oh, the question. Oh, literally, what's cooking? Nothing is cooking. 
Uh, I had a couple potato chips for breakfast before I came out here. I'll go back inside and have a proper breakfast. Potato chips, it's not a really good breakfast, but it kind of gave me a little snack right before I came out here. Uh, it's early here. Yeah, semiconductor devices says it's not uh, it's not far from me. Nah, a couple miles, I think, but definitely nothing I have to worry about. Hopefully, it's a false alarm. So, a false alarm would mean you know fake. You know that uh, false alarm. You could use it literally for a fire. Maybe sometimes there are automatic or automated firearms even if nobody is in the building it might think there's a fire and it will go off if it's a school it will alert the fire department and they have to come investigate but hopefully it's just a false alarm hopefully it was a mistake everybody's safe uh borscht is not cooking today ajana no no borscht today uh i did freeze it i do i do have some frozen borscht in my freezer let's go check out my freezer and take a little field trip we'll take a little field trip. and it said borscht is good for about four months here's my here's my freezer right there um so this is the the frozen borscht and i've heard it will last for four months. I'll probably pull it out in a couple weeks, but I had, I had so much borscht. So much borscht, so much. All right, um, somebody said a fire drill. We do have fire drills in school sometimes just to make sure if there is a real fire that students and teachers can get out of the building safely and quickly. See if I can sit back down here. All right, we did it. It's still kind of raining out. Oh, no, wait. Adriana says she had a false alarm on the subway. So you had to evacuate? Oh, okay. Not for a fire, but kind of terrorism. Like, who left that bag unattended? And is there a bomb inside? Uh, that's too bad. Shea is here. How are you, Shea? Yeah, Christopher, fire drill, fire drill. Oh, teacher. Scorching here. So, oh man, is that Persian or is that Arabic? So um, somebody, and I'm sorry I can't say your name, said in Syria, it's scorching. I've, I don't think we've had anybody from Syria in the chat before. So welcome, welcome. Oh, semiconductor devices. Yeah, she might've been asking about the, the borscht, beet borscht. And I think I put it up on Facebook and Instagram. A teacher I work with, he knew I was making borscht and he had actual beets in his garden and he brought me some. The top of the beets we call greens, like beet greens. 
and he said to put them in a pan and fry them with a little bit of garlic and olive oil. And he said, they're really good. Yes, semiconductor devices. The sun is coming up over there. So that's why I come on this side of the house so that I can still see the screen in the morning. So, Adriana, did I check my mailbox? Oh, Adriana sent me a postcard. Oh, let's go check the mailbox. I don't think it has come yet. Um, Aroni. I don't know if he is here or not. I sent him something. It took about a week. It took about a week. So let's check the mailbox right here. Nothing's in there. Nothing yet, Adriana. I've never received a postcard from, from Poland. Never received, I don't, it's been a long time since I've received a postcard from anywhere. Looking forward to it though. Sit back down. Don't disturb anything. Uh, Algeria. There are a few people. Uh, Naima, I believe, is from Algeria, right? Naima or is it Baco? I'm sorry. Algeria, I think. I think. Adrian says it's on the way. Perfect. Thank master. Is that right? Thank master. Can I pronounce the word among? Sure. Pronounce the word among. Among. And that is a preposition we sometimes use. So it's, it's when you're surrounded by different things. So if you're in the forest or if you're in the woods, we use both terms. You would be among trees when you're in the forest. Among. Among. I hope that helps. Semiconductor devices. Hey, Brent, your light is turning on. Oh, yes. So we would call that um, motion detecting. Motion. Motion detector. Motion detector. So if there there are lights, I'm sure you have them in your country. Motion detector. Yeah, uh, a motion detector light. So the light will come on anytime it senses movement. So yeah, that happens sometimes. Oh, Mohammed, the air traffic controller. I do remember you. All good in the hood. Yeah, it's all good in the hood here. Um, wondering, are there any other idioms? So if you're wondering, all good in the hood, it just means like, you can use it as a greeting. How's your day going? It's short for neighborhood. Is everything good in your neighborhood? But when I'm working with a teacher, I could say, hey, all good in the hood? Meaning, how's your life going? What's cracking? Um, I mean, we could shorten it to all good. A lot of people simply say that all good, everything, everything good. Um, but is there another idiom like all good in the hood? 
think of one right now. An idiom that just meaning is everything okay. I can't think of one right now. I'm sorry. Fabio is from Italy. <coughs> Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Uh, what does have the gall mean? Hmm. This is a good one. Okay, Fabio, we got you right here. Sometimes you might hear gall you have. I think really, really old. You will definitely hear it still. And it might come from the gallbladder. It's some part of our, it's an organ in our body. And it just means um, you're not really showing respect. So, Um, this is the, uh, example that's coming to my mind. So let's say you just met a person, a friend, you don't know them very well, but you come home one day and they let themselves into your house. They're sitting on your couch, eating your food from your fridge. You didn't invite them over. You don't know that well. You could look at them and say, some gall you have, what are you doing here? Like, they shouldn't be in your house uninvited. So it means, like, you have a lot of guts. You didn't, you should have asked first. I hope that helps. Gall. Gall. We, we still use that. We still use that. Um, semiconductor Devices is wondering, could I please name a couple birds that eat meat? I don't know about a couple, but we do have, um, not sure if you've ever heard of the bird, the, vul uh, the vulture. The, I don't think we have them in this country, but vultures will pick apart bones. I wish I had a picture of a vulture. They're ugly birds. Um, in this country, we do have something called turkey vultures which are really ugly birds. If you Google turkey vulture, it's pretty gross. And they do eat meat. Thunder Mifflin. Yes. Daniel. Thunder Mifflin. Erroni uh, brings up a good point about Amazon. Yeah, they probably had, um, you know, uh, a speedy delivery, a speedy delivery. Uh, Zobeda, a synonym for interruption. Um, man, I'm kind of stumped. Um, interruption. Um, I can't think of one. Maybe, should I look it up? I try not to look things up, but this should be so easy. I'll look it up and maybe explain how we use it. I want to answer your question. Interference, um, interference, intervention, intrusion. Those are listed as synonyms, but <clears throat> interference might not be an interruption though. Eh, 
So if you have some interference with your phone, it might not totally stop the conversation, but to interfere, it means it would get in the way. So interruption means totally stopping. An intervention, let's talk about that word. You will often hear that used when someone has an addiction. Um, let's say you have a family member who is addicted to alcohol. If you stage an intervention, it is like an interruption. Stage an intervention. I spelled that the wrong way. It means that the family members come together, come up with a plan to get that person off of alcohol. So it is almost like you're interrupting their life to try to help them. So a couple close synonyms there, interference and interruption uh, and interference and intervention. How about that? Close, very close. Right, Adriana has an American culture type of question. Those are those are usually pretty easy for me. Thank you. Synonyms. That was hard. And another idiom for all good in the hood. I'm still trying to think of that. So when you're at your friend's house, oh, I don't have any friends. This is gonna be tough for me to answer. Just kidding, just kidding. So if I'm at my friend's house, is it okay to just open the fridge, take something without permission? No, I would say no. You should always ask first. And I'm even thinking of if I go to my mother's house or my brother's house, just to reach into their fridge? No, unless you came over and put that, it's your food, you brought the food, but no, I would say you should always ask before opening somebody's fridge, at least in my part of the United States. Yeah, good question, good question. Question Luke is wondering. Oh, Naima has a good question too. Um, question about gut. Yeah, we sometimes talk about like your gut feeling. It means like, what do you think deep down inside? Um, and it, maybe it's a superstition, but you could say, man, I have a gut feeling today that something bad is going to happen. Just, I just feel it in my gut. I'm not sure. And your gut is like your stomach. It's, it's not a real body part, but it's around your stomach, the gut. But yes, you can gut a fish, meaning to take out all of the insides and leave only the good parts to eat. You can gut a fish. Zobeda, I'm glad that made some sense. And if you gut a man, it probably means you hurt his pride or you hurt his feelings. Um, so it's a little bit different with people. Yeah, probably hurt them deep down inside. Yeah, if you gut a man, yeah, I mean, I, I guess you could literally gut a man. Pretty gross. Serial killers might do that, but not in normal normal talk. Uh, Naima had a good question. Oh, what does hustle mean? 
at a job. Okay, so if you're hustling at your job, you're working really hard. You're hustling, man, I gotta hustle. I gotta get all of this stuff done before I go home today. I really have to hustle. Sometimes we say side hustle for a job and that would mean a part-time job. So YouTube is kind of my side hustle. I'm a teacher. I don't make a lot of money from YouTube, but I make some and it's a side hustle. It's a hobby. It's a part-time hobby that I do. So side hustle. Some people, when they're working their way through college, they might have a side hustle. So they're going to school during the day, but their side hustle is maybe they're making phone calls for a company or something. Hope that helps. Fabio is looking for the American football lesson. Good point. Shreff is here. Welcome. Okay. Yeah, Maz. Welcome, Maz from Australia and Iran is saying there is gutted too. So if you say, I feel gutted, that means you feel totally depressed, just like the end of the world, to use an idiom. You're not in a good place. You're very depressed, man, I, I feel gutted. Maybe your boyfriend or your girlfriend broke up with you and you really like them. You say, man, I feel gutted today. You're probably, you've probably lost your groove if you feel gutted. Okay. Let me, let me make it all proper English here. You've, you've lost your groove if you feel gutted. Luke says, thank you for explaining, of course. Uh, semiconductor Devices is talking about friends. Something wrong goes with the left phalange. I kind of remember that. Phalange. I don't, I don't remember that. Oh, Adriana is saying, I do remember phalange though. Is, does she use that as a last name for some people? Like Dr. Phalange? It is Labor Day weekend in the United States. Maybe I should make a video on Labor Day. It's not a, it's, we just have Monday off. We don't go to work. And Labor Day in the United States is the unofficial. It's the unofficial end of summer. So Labor Day, usually school starts back either a little before or a little after Labor Day. So um, I think it, I don't know, Labor Day might be just, because labor is work. And a lot of people have the day off. Maybe it's just thanking everybody for working and you don't have to go in that day. But there are some people um, that do have to work on Labor Day. Luckily, I don't. Madi, I just saw in the chat said, uh, what day is Labor Day? It's Monday. Labor Day always falls on a Monday. We have another Memorial Day. That's in May. And Memorial Day is when we pay tribute to all of the soldiers who have fallen, who have, who have died in combat. And also, 
other people who have died in our lives, Memorial Day, memory, remembering. And that's in May, at the end of May, and that is often the unofficial start to summer. So even though summer begins in June in, in North America and ends in September, we say Memorial Day is the unofficial beginning of summer, Labor Day this weekend, the unofficial end of summer. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Um, Franklin. Welcome, Franklin. Oh, if you're new here, by the way, don't forget to subscribe. Um, Franklin, what's the difference between seek and search? Search is probably more common. Um, so if I have lost my phone, my, my children are always losing their earbuds, AirPods, their AirPods. So we might say, ah, oh, I've lost my AirPods. I'm searching for them. Seek is a little more formal. Both mean looking for something, but maybe if you're looking for a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you might say, um, you know, seeking one out on the internet or something like that so they're they're basically the same but search is way more common search is way more common if there is a lost child you say you know we need to search for him it might make the paper authorities are searching for the child um seeking it's if ever in doubt, just use search, but um, seeking, it's, it's usually harder to define what you're seeking. Maybe you're seeking a purpose in life, you know? So a uh, little hard, search, when in doubt, use search. Hope that helps, hope that helps. All right, hide and seek, Cecilia says. Yeah, that's a popular game. It's not hide and search. Hide and seek. Uh, young children play it. Eh, you don't have to be young. But somebody will count. They'll count to ten, close their eyes, and then look for the people who have hidden themselves. Hide and go seek. Hide and seek. Cecilia uh, says boomer for some reason. Am I, are you calling me a boomer? Uh, probably not. Probably not. Ah, Ukraine is in the house. Ukraine is in the house. Oh! Oh, Semiconductor Devices says, Phoebe uses the word phalange. Isn't it phalange right? That's, I think I'm pronouncing that right. For anything that she doesn't know, the phalange. Yeah, like what? Oh, you can't see it. I have a beard. But like this little divot. There's a little divot under your nose. Like, what's that body part called? I don't know. I don't know. Um, and somebody had asked me to do a video on body parts. I should do one of those. I'm sure most people, like, know the ear. But maybe I can, maybe, like, the eyelash. Maybe people don't know that one. The eyelash. So you got the eyebrow. You got the eye. And then you got the eyelash. Those little... Those little hairs at the top of your eyelid. Maybe eyelid 
is another one I could do. Or when in doubt, just say phalange. Yeah, you know that phalange thing? In English, native speakers will often say like, oh, you know that thing, that thing, thing and stuff. When your brain isn't working, like, oh, you know that thing, uh, I need to get that stuff. Those are great words to use in English. Maybe you don't know the word in English. You know, I don't know, what, what's what's this thing? Or, you know, I, don't, I need this thing. Jamie uses it all the time. Um, and I wanna do another video, Ibrahim. I don't think he's here. Crazy words we use in English. Thingamajig is what I wanna talk about. We, uh, like, uh, what's that thingamajig? What, what you gonna call it? I'm gonna do a video on terms like that. Skedaddle, that's on Instagram already. Skedaddle means I have to go. I gotta skedaddle. I gotta skedaddle. All right, a quick plug. If you want to become a member, I will put a link. Couple new members this week, thank you so much. But I said there will never be English lessons on the members only, but I am making lessons for my students in my classroom now. They're not great for YouTube. I don't think most people would like them. They're just, they're just different, but I am putting them up for members and it's just where I talk about words I'm studying in my regular class, but it's gonna be mostly vocabulary and it might be like upper level for my native students. But if you would like to become a member, check it out, it's a dollar. And if you don't like it, you know, just don't be a member the next month. But there'll be some different things up there that wouldn't work on YouTube. It would hurt my YouTubers talk about the algorithm. And if I put this stuff up on my regular channel, I think I would lose subscribers. I just, I don't think enough people would like it. But there will be, I'm also teaching social studies this year. So I'm doing a unit on the Constitution. I might put that up on the channel if people are interested. Um, the Bill of Rights. I don't know, I gotta be careful. I don't wanna lose subscribers for putting up videos that only a few people will like. That's why I do those short videos on Instagram. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Uh, Ma says, we do have Labor Day down under, which is another way to say Australia. And if you notice the way, I will copy and paste. So the way Maz wrote labor, that is the British way, that's the Australian way. Um, I believe the way that Adriana spelled it, that's how Americans spell labor. Um, the dog is back. I think he's sniffing around so he can go to the bathroom. But um, Americans, the British, Australians, they will know if you spell it differently, Labor Day. Oh no, Madi says, unfortunately, it's not an off day. So the way Madi said it, an off day, that would mean you don't have to work. All right, I'm gonna skip down in the, 
I'm gonna skip down in the chat. Marty says, come in, cat. You talking about the dog? Is that? Uh, Fabio is wondering, does stand a chance equal have a chance? Yeah, pretty much. And if you, um, let's say you're trying to date a girl, right? And she's beautiful. And maybe your friends are telling you, oh, you don't have a chance with her. You don't stand a chance with her. It'll never happen for you. So yeah, stand a chance and have a chance. You can use those interchangeably. Uh, Mega is wondering, ah, so she is saying in India, they also, English teachers will also teach social studies. Social studies, maybe I should explain, is like history, geography, looking at maps, studying elections, how we elect presidents and senators. Um, and in the United States, we would call that, if I can spell it, we would call that humanities. So I'm teaching a humanities class. It's when you combine English and social studies. Uh, what is it? STEM. So also, if a teacher is teaching science and math, like my, my friend is teaching with me, we call that STEM. It stands for something. I can't remember. Science, technology. It's an acronym. And it all of the letters stand for something. So S stands for science. T stands for technology. M stands for math. I don't know what E stands for. But STEM. So humanities and STEM might be two new terms for you. Uh, Aroni is saying, yeah, I am studying a lot about YouTube, trying to put out the best videos for you. Some videos might flop. I don't want that. I don't want to lose subscribers. Uh, Mega says, no, sir. I meant in the school, which I studied. Yeah, I'm just... In my school, we do the same thing. So I'm teaching social studies and English this year. Should be interesting. Uh, Borka, welcome Borka. Could you please explain in plain words what insight means and how to use it? Yeah, I looked it up on the internet, yeah. So maybe let's, let's use the term gain insight. So with my YouTube, I was doing a little research and I was trying to gain insight into how it works. So when you're studying English, I wouldn't say you're trying to gain insight into the language, but if there's a general topic, um, maybe you're wondering how elections work in the United States and you're doing some research on it, you could say, I'm trying to gain insight into how 
U.S. elections work. I hope that's in plain enough English. Just means you're trying to gain knowledge. Insight and knowledge are, are basically the same. Yeah, I hope that helps. I hope that helps. I believe we have just a few more minutes. Yeah, about three more minutes. And then I am going to hop over to Bob the Canadian's chat. I like hanging out in his chat. I get to talk with some of you in there. I don't answer questions because that's Bob the Canadian's channel. I don't want to steal his thunder. But I do like... Um, talking with all of you it's easier to chat in there than it is here oh rod says e stands for engineering that makes sense thank you sir thank you sir so acronym acronym tough word to spell Naima with the flowers. So acronym, STEM is an acronym. S stands for science. T, technology. E, engineering. Thanks, Rod. And M for math. So shall we stop there? Only four minutes, Semiconductor says. So why don't we stop there? I would like to thank you all for joining. These are some of my favorite hours a week. I wish I could do it more often, but with school starting, I will do it tomorrow though. Join me tomorrow. I will go right before Bob the Canadian again. So I think at like 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. New York time, meet back here tomorrow. Thank you so much. Uh, this is always fun. This is always fun. Rod, Borka, Semiconductor Devices, Muhammad, the air traffic controller. Have a safe job. Keep up. Uh, everybody's safe today just looking through some chats all right lots of thank yous you guys are the best Aroni, rod thank you for moderating you know, this chat's so boring to moderate though right everybody in here is so awesome no spammers you guys are the best thank you so much adios amigos seeing bobby